Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And of course, to engage leading the conversation on SAFM, you can always WhatsApp us on 0614104107 or send your voice note. And also we do have um, our Twitter handle at SAFM Radio, uh, hashtag Jets at Breakfast or otherwise at Bertha Charuma 1. And my guest is mm-hmm. on the line, Project Officer uh, in Formal Sector Engagement, uh, West Aid, Angela Ludek. What a surprise, Angie. Good to have you on SAFM. Good morning, Bertha, and good morning to South Africa. What a beautiful surprise, Bertha. Early on a Sunday morning, bright and shining. What a pleasure. Yeah. Good to hear you. <laughs> good, to, good to chat to you, too. So the Hutamaki Westpreneur uh, Challenge has launched in Dipsloot in Johannesburg, yeah. and the Challenge Fund is designed to support up to 50 informal waste uh, collectors over two years to develop their skills and capacity in recycling. Explain to me uh, how this project came about and and break it down so that, you know, anyone who is listening and is interested are able to articulate or understand. Absolutely, Bertha. Thank you for the opportunity. You know, in South Africa, the informal economy and particularly with the ability to, to take waste off the streets and recycle it, so much potential. So I've been working with Wasted in Johannesburg uh, for over the last two years. Now, it's a UK-based international uh, non-profit organization and they've um, really enabled the support of young waste collectors and waste collectors in general to move up the waste value chain and enable them to increase their income potential from recycling so through the partnership of uh, the Hutamaki funded program now Hutamaki is a Finnish based company but also have um, offices globally and right here in Johannesburg in the Springs now they're a global sustainable packaging producer Partnering with Wasted means that we can make sure that on the ground level, and this time we're working in Dipslert, that up to 50 waste collectors, collectors, active reclaimers in our country can go through a program that really upskills their ability to, to understand where the potential is of growing their business. Now, when we say grow their business, you know, ultimately through this 12-week training program, we are making sure that the value of reclaimers, of our waste pickers, as they're known as, is reframed and that each of them understand how important they are in the value chain. And through 12 weeks, they get reframed into waste premiers. And through this professionalization of their skill set and their personal development, we align them up to be able to pitch for access to funds so that they can increase their earning potential. At the end of the day, if we make sure that our waste collectors are in a system that works for them while they're recycling and increase their opportunity to, you know, access funding to increase um, and aggregate collecting more waste, at the end of the day, we clean landfills and keep our streets clean. So it's a, it's a win-win situation by enabling, you know, the informal sector of recyclers, our waste collectors, um, to be able to professionalize. We can make sure that, you know, as a community, as um, neighborhoods, we work together and understand the importance of every single individual, the waste reclaimers, and how they can assist us in cleaning up our environment.
Mm. And tell me something, uh, because you're it's it's it's, it's a packaging <laughs> industry. At the end of the day, whatever mm-hmm. is is recycled, um, you know, you, you will use it to 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 create something new. What in specifics, maybe or rough specifics? What what exactly do they collect? Do they p- collect plastic? Do they collect glass, uh, paper? What what do they collect? One hundred percent, Bertha. I mean, ultimately, just to take a step back, what's quite exciting within the policy level in South Africa is that at the end of 2021, the extended producer responsibility policy came into play. And what that means is from the producer, like packaging companies, um, you know, of various waste streams, so plastic, boxes, paper, um, and a range of, um, you know, cans, aluminium, it's quite extensive, the amount of waste that can be turned into value. And so as a resource, you know, across the line, producers and us as consumers filter into the waste reclaimer, and that's where they create money. And it is incredible that you can continue um, the knowledge sector of sharing information on the waste sector at large. You know, one of, part of our training program is the world of waste, the players in waste, and then we understand the local economy and the pricing sector and how they can create more money aggregate more waste, and indeed, there's an increase of the waste streams. Look, there's a lot of, say, um, what is known as your single-use packaging, where there's a lot of, you know, extended producers looking at how we can enable um, production down the line. So if we start getting into processing and manufacturing, that's still got to come. But the activity on the ground level definitely has a focus on a range of, of waste. Plastic is a big focus, of course. We see plastics in our streets, in our waters, but it does extend to all the waste streams in our economy. Mm. You know, the project is absolutely um, amazing. Yeah. And when I was going through it, I thought, wow. So, I mean, just looking at the numbers, for instance, over 90% of recycled waste collected in South Africa is carried out by informal sector, right? Yeah. So many yeah. of these collectors are low-income earners living on less than 50 rons a day. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and we take it for granted. After COVID, a lot of people have been struggling to find jobs or ways to make a living. And this is one opportunity, you know, where people can actually do something and make money out of it. So you, you I also saw that you do, there's a training that you do and there's a process that you um, you go through where you had to select, is it 20 waste collectors? And then after that, you inject them with capital. Explain to me. Absolutely. So, so what is exciting is ultimately how we work as Wasted is fundamentally believe that when we share the best practice through skills and education and knowledge systems, and this is done through our 12-week training and mentorship, we then accelerate the professionalization and access to, to possibly get investment through funding, right, Bertha? So exactly what you said, through 12 weeks, we take them on a phenomenal journey where we, we unpack the world of waste, the personal development skills, entrepreneurial skills, and all through trainers who have a living experience in waste. In other words, our trainers in the program come from the finance sector, come from waste as a whole, waste as a resource, you know, waste management. And after those 12 weeks, obviously they get a certificate, but we don't leave it there. They go through a further development of a month's mentorship. And these um, selected 20 waste uh, premiers that are in the program already, it starts at the end of March. When they go through this month's intensive support and mentorship and coaching into the reality of their business ideas, we then put together a pitch day where each of them have an, an opportunity 
to pitch to an independent um, panel of judges and access the funding. What does that mean? That means that, for example, if they get the money that they pitch to to aggregate more waste, they can definitely increase their income potential. As you know, a lot of our reclaimers and our waste recyclers, you know, work on the side of the streets, you know, mm. don't have spaces to aggregate more waste um, on the long term. They work, walk huge distances, mm. you know, to, to make sure that they get the right price. So as soon as we start, you know, activating, you know, skills and possibly innovation on, you know, within these, these inclusive circular approaches in communities, like our focus on Bitslit, we can tap into the ecosystems, make sure that perhaps if there's associations that work together, there's a lot of cooperative work, that there's strength in working together in creating a better environment and hopefully also access to better prices for our recyclables. So it is a full-on journey of about six months and I know that we piloted this project in South Africa last year. And it's, first, I cannot tell you how incredible it is to see a journey of an individual grow from, say, the lack of confidence into a fully confident waste premier, understanding the value in the waste value chain, and actually, you know, amplifying the existence of what they can do as an individual that really is steward for the environment, and at the same time, understanding that they are fully-fledged, you know, entrepreneur to wastepreneurship. And it really is an incredible journey. And I'd like to just add to this that, you know, at the end of the day, it's not the waste reclaimers in isolation that work in isolation. Each of us, at a household level, within our own capacity, need to really understand the value, not only for the reclaimer, but for a society at large. And if we start separating our waste at home, you know, separation of thought, and really understand the value of plastics, you know, as a resource, as waste, not being waste, it only becomes waste when we throw it away. And we know that our landfills are quite full at the moment as well. So if we all participate in an extended understanding of stewardship of our environment, and that waste is a resource, and that this economy that is so vibrant, can really enrich the livelihoods and communities at a grassroots level so that we have a win-win situation. So you can hear I'm very passionate about it, but when you see people grow, <laughs> you see the planet grow as well. So it that must really be exciting. Is, is what it's about. So, um, for, for instance, if uh, there's somebody who's keen out there, where can they find more information? Well, absolutely. Firstly, um, WaySafe works in a variety of countries, and we're very passionate about people and planet. You can go and check out wasteaid.org that's the website that's w-a-s-t-e dot o-r-g a lot of the most of the information is up there if you would like to get in contact if you're a you're a producer responsibility organization or a reclaim or something excited about the circular economy and the sector you can email me at angela.ludek that's r-u-d-e-k at wasteaid.org Great stuff. Angela, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. All the very best. This is a very good initiative. And I think we will all learn something and also earn in the process and and, and stop, you know, uh, whining about life in the process, cleaning the, you know, it's almost like a win-win situation, killing two birds with one stone. There it is. And people are glad to work together and live in harmony. Bertha, it's been such a pleasure to hear your voice again on Magnificent Airway. And thank you for the time this morning. Thank you for chatting to us this morning on Jetset Breakfast and all the very best.
Take care. Have Thank a lovely you. day. Same to you, my dear. That's Angela Ludek, Project Officer in Formal Sector Engagement West Aid and uh, the Hutamaki uh, Westpreneur Challenge, which was launched in Dipslut in Johannesburg and the challenge fund designed to support up to 50 informal waste collectors over two years to develop their skills and capacity in recycling. And I know that most of the times a lot of people complain about waste collectors that come to your bin just before, you know, pick it up arrives and they spread all this junk on your yard and they do their selection there. And this is just a better way of creating spaces where they come, they collect whatever they need to collect and go somewhere and do their selection in, in, in um, you know, favorable places. And also, I think going forward, we should, you know, as people that dump our stuff, just try and, and put uh, your waste in different packages like plastic in one area paper one area, glass in one area, so that they also don't make a mess when they come and uh, scavenge in your bin. I think this is a beautiful initiative. Anyway, stand by because um, we still have lots more to come. I'm going to be talking to our guest in a few minutes' time, Dr. Joylene Stain Kutsia, Chief Research Specialist in Democracy and Citizenship. So to let you know what we're talking about, so South Africans are fed up with their prospects, their democracy, according to the uh, latest social attitude survey. So a survey was conducted, and we get to unpack that survey. What were the findings when we get back?